Assalamu alaikum. We're going to be diving again into one of the depths of the Quran when it comes to Surah Al-Ma'idah, ayah number 100. This is another beautiful pearl from the Quran, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a fundamental principle in the Quran. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this beautiful ayah, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قل لا يستوي الخبيث والطيب ولو أعجبك كثرة الخبيث فاتقوا الله يا أولي الألباب لعلكم تفلحون Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here is telling us that evil and good are never going to be equal even though the abundance of evil might impress you and then he says be mindful of Allah O you people who are of deep understanding so that you may be successful so what is this ayah talking about? it's talking about the difference between good and evil, the difference between pure and impure, the difference between right and wrong. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying here is that what is pure and what is good, Allah knows best. What is evil and filthy, Allah knows best. And these two will never be the same. And these two are you know, realities of life that will always be there. Right? What happens with society is sometimes Things that were impure like 30 years ago, right? With time, what happens to them? They start becoming pure. They start becoming acceptable in society. I'll give an example of movies, right? Movies 20, 30 years ago. A movie that was rated R maybe 20 years ago. Today, that same movie might be rated PG-13 or even PG. Why? Because standards of morality through time and society change. What was, what was not acceptable 10 years ago, today has become acceptable and people accept it completely. Whereas, when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Quran, these morals are fixed. They're standard. They're, they never change. What's impure is always going to stay impure and what's pure is always going to stay pure and they can never mix together. But then Allah here highlights, وَلَوْ أَعْجَبَكَ كَثْرَةُ الْخَبِيثِ Even though the abundance of evil might impress you. And this is a very interesting point here because we are living in those times where there is abundance of filth. There is abundance of evil out there. And it can sometimes become very impressive because this is shaitan's game. This is the game of the devil. He beautifies to you things that are evil. He beautifies to you things that are you know, filthy. And we see this today even in the entertainment industry where for example when it comes to you know uh, industries like the pornography industry and industries where there's a lot of shamelessness going on in the music videos just look at the music music videos today how are they compared to music videos like 40 years ago big difference even in the lyrics of the songs there's a huge difference in the way the lyrics are chosen today compared to the old days similarly in, in, ter in terms of video games I mean, back when I was a child, we used to play Pac-Man and Atari and these innocent games like, you know, the ping pong game and, and puzzle games and snakes and ladders. Today, you have video games where we're teaching our children how to kill people and violence and stealing cars and all sorts of really, really, you know, messed up things that are programming our children to think in a very evil way. And so there's abundance of evil out there. There's abundance of filth. And Allah is saying, don't let that, you know, attract you. Even though it's a lot, even though everybody's doing it, it doesn't make it right. 
even though everybody in your class is doing something wrong, everybody in your class is doing something unacceptable or immoral, they're all cheating. If you decide to not cheat because you find it morally wrong, then you might be seen as someone who's weird. People might think that you're strange, right? What's wrong with you, man? Chill out. There's nothing wrong with cheating, man. It's just cool. It's just an exam. It's just a midterm, midterm exam. And so this you know, idea of being, you know, not being sensitive anymore to things that are immoral, this happens over time, right? We become desensitized. But uh, what the Quran does here through this ayah reminds us and refreshes us that, listen, what is impure is never going to be the same as what is pure. Never try to mix the two, right? Allah knows us more than we know ourselves. He has created us. He knows what's best for us. And so what He has made prohibited to us is definitely something that's going to harm us, definitely something evil that is going to be of no benefit to us. And everything that He has made permissible, that's pure, right? So He knows us more than we know ourselves. And so there's so many things in the Qur'an where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about morality. He talks about previous nations who gave moral teachings to their people, right? And, and these are all profound lessons in the Qur'an to teach us that what is right in the Qur'an is always going to be right. This is a book that stands the test of time. This is a book that's going to be relevant in all times and all places until the Day of Judgment. And so we can't define our own moral measures, you know. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows us best. He created us. He knows what's good for us and what's not. And so then he says, And so Allah says, be mindful of Allah. Because when you're mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you have this taqwa, this consciousness that Allah is watching you, then you will not do something filthy. You will not do something that's immoral, something that's evil. Because you're ashamed, right, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you. The divine cameras are on and their surveillance cameras are watching you. The angels on your shoulders are watching you, right? Even when you're alone in your room and nobody's looking at you. Even when you're traveling and you're in a hotel room where nobody knows you, even then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala watches you. So Allah here is saying, Fattakullah ya ulil albab. He describes such people as ulil albab, those who have deep thought, deep understanding. Ulul Albab is, is, you know, uh, describes the people with sound minds, clear minds, right? They think deeply about certain issues before deciding. You don't, you don't just jump into something because everybody's doing it. No, you stop and you think, right? You think deeply. Is this right? Is this something that's going to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is this something that the Prophet allowed or didn't allow? And so these are the people of Ulul Albab, of clear minds. Their minds aren't corrupted, right? Their minds are not, you know, toxified with you know, all these, you know, impurities and, and shamelessness and filth. They have clear minds. They think in a very clear way. And so this is another call out to us to be mindful of what we see on TV, right? Today with the, with the presence of on-demand TV, you have the option to choose what to watch, right? Which is great. To choose things that are pure. Right? Stay away from things that are impure. It's only going to impact your heart in a negative way. And, it's, and stay away from things that are negative, like news. Negative news, read, uh, reading negative news, watching negative news over and over again is definitely going to have an impact on your mind and your heart. It's definitely going to you know, 
suck out the energy from you and it's going to corrupt the, that mind. And so Ulul Albab are people who keep that mind space clear, right? They don't let it, you know, get toxic. Just like people who are healthy, who like to eat healthy food, you know, they don't like, th they don't eat oily food. They don't eat food like junk food and sugars and soda. Why? Because they know that this is harmful for the body. Similarly, Ulul Albab, Allah saying they will be perhaps the ones who will be successful. Why? Because they choose what goes in their mind. They choose what to watch carefully and with wisdom. They choose what to read. They choose what to hear. They choose who to hang out with. They choose where to go and they have deep understanding. So Allah says about these people, they will be the, muf they will be the muflihun. They will be the successful. It, yes, it will require some work. Because remember, falah is from the farmer's work, right? He has a lot of work to do. He has to you know, plant the seeds. He has to make sure the sunlight is perfect, the oxygen, the soil. So there's a lot of work involved, right? And you may not see the fruits immediately, but over a long period of time with patience and with the right attitude and with this right philosophy that right is right, wrong is wrong, they will never mix, they will never be the same. This will, inshallah, lead you to success in this world and in the next. I'll see you tomorrow with another prayer from the Quran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.